the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm JD, and uh, I am like two hours away from experiencing the most orgasmic moment of my life. I'm Jake, and insert witty comment here. And I'm eating a Cliff Bar. We heard. And I'm T.Y. and William Huckabee. Get well, brother. Yes. And I'm Will, and my girlfriend just brought me some noodles as we were doing this intro. Send noodles. Hell yeah. Noodles. But also, hold up. J.D., you're going to need to elaborate on that just a little bit. The most orgasmic moment of my life. Uh, that's yes. seeing The Last of Us play out in a television format. Well, that first episode is going to be sad. I know. Yeah. Apparently, the third episode will bring tears too. Well, I've also just heard going it's like an hour and a half optimistic. Long. Well, going cautiously optimistic because I heard they're making some changes. Uh, I've heard though that like Neil Druckmann, the guy who wrote the game, wrote the television show as well, okay. and any changes he made or like to either translate the television better or to add in material that he had cut from the game but translated better to television than it would have a video game. I I'm, also... I'm just a little bit salty that they changed the stuff with the spores. The spores don't infect you anymore. Yeah, but you're also not going to be able to see you don't want to have your actors running on gas masks the whole show. Why not? Because <laughs> you're you're paying to see their face, not to see their Are gas you mask. real have you not watched Mandalorian? Exactly. Hey. Well, that show there, the whole premise is that you don't want to see his face. And but you do it, they yeah, had to show his, his face. face still. I also heard that they didn't want any of the cast to watch or to play through the games because they didn't want another um they didn't want them to be influenced by they well, they didn't want to be influenced by uh they want to be influenced by the other actors um portrayal. Uh, Apparently Bill Ramsey did it. Huh? They didn't want another Cavill situation where he got pissed off because they were deviating from the source material and they sacked his ass. Well, like uh, apparently Bella Ramsey played through it and she she loved it, but um, apparently uh, I guess Pedro Pascal eventually watched through the YouTube videos and stuff like that. And um, I know the uh, Troy Baker and actually Johnson both have a part in the uh, show. Uh, Troy Baker's playing a. Uh, a bad guy of some sort, and I think Ashley Johnson is playing Ellie's mother. Oh, they're going to delve excited. into that. Yes, yeah, they're doing a little bit of. They're giving everybody a little bit of backstory and everything. That's. Well, they're working I'm in the events of. of that. They're working in the the events of Left Behind as well into the show. Okay. I forgot to play that one. Well, I hope you enjoy it, JD. I don't have a dog in this fight. I never played any of those games and. I don't want you to come back here next week and be fucking upsetting spaghetti because they ruined your fucking. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I won't. I'm sure I won't. Uh, I've got all the confidence in the world in this series. I have a well, feeling. I felt like that going be. into the new Star Wars too, and you saw what happened there. I love the new Star Wars. I'm well, sorry. I loved everything up until um, the last one. The second one was the best Star Wars movie ever made. Thank you. What? Wait, what? Oh. Back to the last Jedi, 
The Last Jedi was the best Star Wars movie ever made. You Thank you. I believe it is pronounced Empire Strikes Back. No, no, it is The Last Jedi. Um, no. Last Jedi was the <laughs> <only> Star- <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shane has noped out. He rage quit the conversation. Last Jedi uh, is the only one that showed the characters with actual like human flaws. Like I love Jedi that took movie. chances. Do that movie is all about failure. All it is that- is like Sometimes it gets old whenever it's like, here's a one in a million shot plan to get us out of this sticky situation. And then, of course, they nail it. Whereas Last Jedi, they keep coming up with all these ideas and they all fail. And then the one thing that'll work was the thing like staring them in the face at the beginning. But no one wanted to do that. And it took us completely away from the Skywalkers being the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I had to leave. <laughs> we noticed. Back. Because that's, that's a horrible opinion. It, it is. I, I'm fine with that. The Last Jedi was fantastic. Oh yeah. No, do not do not give Ryan Johnson. Any I would questions. rather it's I would the, rather watch the fucking Christmas special. Last Jedi is the only good one of the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I'll give you that, but it's not better than anything from the original ones. No. No. It's better than at least two of the original ones. Yeah, Empire is the only Incorrect. one that gives it a run. Yep, yep. You know, New Hope is better than anything. Than anything. No, it is. No, it's at the table. The Last Jedi. Let me tell you about change the game. Let me tell you about Clone Wars. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> literally <laughs> way better than all that. All right, all right. We're off uh, the trails. Bad. We are almost eight minutes to a wrestling podcast. We've only talked about Star Wars. And The Last of Us. <laughs> and The Last of Us. Um, let's, uh, let's rein things back in here. <laughs> Everybody so, comment uh, and tell JD how wrong he is. Please. I'll tell you how right I am. Anyway. Well. Um, kicking things off this week, we're going to talk a little bit about the week of wrestling. But there is much bigger news floating out there that we're going to um, address soon. Anyway, uh, Baron Corbin reappeared along with JBL. Yeah, that fucking charisma vacuum. <laughs> they need to make uh, him be poor again. Yeah, that was, that was more, more, way more make fun. Make him the lone wolf. The lone wolf was great. Or they just need to admit defeat and just get rid of him. Like, well, we wasted all this time and money on this fucking guy. No, because I will say at the end of the day, Baron Corbin is the only guy on the roster that can consistently get booed no matter what. That's important. And they need someone like that. Because almost all the other heels on all three shows are like walking that fine line of being like the heel that you would want to cheer for. And Corbin has never been cheered ever. And he's the only guy left that fucking actually has a finisher. And a good Boom. one too. That's the big thing. Only one person has kicked out his finish. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon. Is, no, not the I, best in the world. I don't know. I still feel like it borders on fucking go away heat when that guy comes up because you can audibly hear groans. 
Yeah, but I mean, you could bear a Corbin a decent story and a decent gimmick, and he could go. I mean, yeah. the Lone they Wolf tried. in NXT. The Lone Wolf in NXT was great. Mm. I yeah, like he was, NXT he was, was probably his best. Poor over Corbin was crowd. a lot of fun. Yes. And Happy Corbin got annoying quick. Yeah, general manager Corbin was very much a roller coaster. Like it would be fun and then it would just be fucking awful, but then it would go back to being fun. Well, that sounds like a shitty roller coaster. I mean, it's it's a 50 50 roller coaster. <laughs> so, it sounds much like WWE's bookings. Yeah. So so it's like, yay, we're on the ninja. And it's like, oh, fuck, now we're on that one at Lake Winnie. It's like, yay, we're on the ninja again. You mean the cannonball? Fuck that thing. Yeah. I'm waiting for me back problems. Explode. Well, so would the ninja, but. <laughs> um, moving along. I've been on a roller coaster, I got a concussion. <laughs> Call it the Goldberg kick. <laughs> can't even stop. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, Alexa Bliss came out and said that she's finally in control, but Uncle Howdy questioned whether she is actually in control. That was a great um, Batman moment that we got there. <laughs> so do did we think that's who Uncle Howdy is? Salt this week? Do what? Said, did anyone order this Shane with extra salt this week? Jesus Christ, buddy. So, uh, I mean, Bo Dallas was backstage the same day Uncle Howdy appeared on Raw. He's we Uncle Howdy, know right? That's who it is. Yeah, I mean, everybody fucking knows. We're just kind of waiting for to see how the story plays actually well, plays out. I mean, have we ever seen Bo Dallas and Uncle Howdy in the same room at the same time? I didn't think so. That's fair. <laughs> you know who else uh, we you haven't seen in the same room at the same time? Bo Dallas and being over. Batman. <laughs> so our two top contenders for Uncle Howdy are Bo Dallas, and I'm leaning more towards Batman. All right. We're going to say the podcast votes that it is Batman. Batman. Yep. Batman. Batman. All right. Batman. Moving right along, uh, we got our <laughs> firmest look yet at a um, a potential Hurt Business reunion. Uh, oh, motherfucker. I love, love this segment because they didn't just like show up together and start beating someone up. They actually acknowledged the history of the group and the way MVP turned on Bobby Lashley and Bobby being like, I'm just not there yet for with it, man. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I actually like that they acknowledge the history between the two. Isn't it fun when you have lore that you can use? <laughs> I'm, I'm for, for real. Like, isn't it no, fun? You're when right. You have lore? Like, and you're damn, absolutely like, right because I would rather have a story be coherent than not. So, is Omos just gone now? He's going he to be like everybody else. Now he's they got to keep him off TV so he can make the surprise return and win the rumble. Mm. Is that a Saudi thing? Because <laughs> sounds like a Saudi thing. Uh, that's pushing a little closer. Well, to talk about later. I'm sorry. Well, the way <laughs> I mean, the it's way spoilers. you look at it is Omos is clearly the tallest and biggest man on the roster. So biggest man equals biggest bucks. So if you put the belt on him at WrestleMania, someone's definitely going to buy up the company. 
But I mean, if the Saudis own the company, why put it on him at WrestleMania? Why not put it on him at like the greatest Royal Rumble? Well, that'd you be another greatest point. Royal Rumble, though. That I would make it the greatest Royal back. Rumble. I love the It would be the greatest, Rumble. greatest Royal Rumble, and then you're going to have salute to the Saudis. The only way it would be, I truly be the greatest, greatest Royal Rumble is if we get Titus World Slide Part 2. Yes, please. Yeah, let's do it. Anyway, um, Will got to see his favorite person got to get the shit bit out of by Solo Sokoa this week. Yeah, fuck that man. And everything he stands for. Wait, who? Dolph Ziggler. Oh, poor Ziggy. Why do you, why, what is your beef with it? fucking Ziggler? He is the... You've never explained it, though. Here, here he we go. He is in the dictionary for the definition of aggressively average. And it is aggressive. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> All Dolph Ziggler does is just, man, wasn't Shawn Michaels so cool? Y'all remember this Sean spot? How about this Sean spot? Y'all remember when Sean did this? The only time Ziggler was ever good was when he was feuding with The Miz for the Intercontinental Belt. Tyler's gone. Yeah, was great squad number two. Fuck the Dolph Ziggler. Uh, you got a fucking roll today, man. You've eliminated two people for the podcast. We also the first one. No, JD uh, eliminated so. me when he came out with that fucking dumbass fucking, uh, that last Star Wars movie was fucking great. It yeah, was. Will agreed. So it was a tag team elimination. You're a big dude, Shane. It takes more than one guy to get you over the road. <laughs> exactly. I look like the cop from fucking. I say he hadn't had a train running him lately. Yeah. Uh, Just saying. Uh, Anyway, moving right along, uh, we got a great... Will Will, uh, sold me on the whole Zigglypuff thing, because I've been hearing this dude Barry Ziggles for goddamn two months now, and I'm like, you know, I kind of see his points. (laughs) Oh, so so you agree with the schmuck? (laughs) I I see his argument. Sounds like agreement. All right. You can so see we got somebody a, uh, side of the thing and not totally agree with it. Like I still like the guy, but I see what Will's saying. All right, who else on the podcast right now, besides me, thinks that Dominic Mysterio is doing some of the best work of anybody on the roster right now? I love Prison Dom. Oh my God, Dominic Mysterio is fantastic. Dominic Everybody, having the weirdest of glow-ups. Motherfucker, and I shit on him a little bit, but now Prison Dom. Love Prison it. Dom's great. I'm all in for GTA San Andreas Dominic. Like, let's go. Uh, that segment on it, this TV was pretty great. He's the Which first Mysterio in the history of the wrestling business to have a gimmick. That's <laughs> <laughs> Conan's brother. See him? Brother. Which led right into the uh, gauntlet match uh, for the tag team title, number one contender to the Raw, to the Raw Tag Team Championships. Not the Unified, the Raw Tag Team Championships. Because we're splitting shit back up. Looks Man, like it. I've been praying for these days to come where they defend these belts separately. Do I feel uh, like uh, gotta... they're teasing the breakup, though, of... Uh... My favorite tag team. 
What's that? The breakup of my favorite tag team. Keith Slater and Rhino? Do what? Keith Slater and Rhino? No. Billy and Chuck? The Street Profits. Oh. Oh, Oh, yeah, they've been teasing that for a while. Well, I was going to say, Shane, we're not on television. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, we never broke up either. They've been teasing the Street Profits breakup for a while. I mean, look at... Look at Montez Ford, dude. That dude's a just scream star. He's like The Rock. He's got that charisma. I, the only thing I, I worry about about a Street Profits breakup is I worry that they're going to instantly just Marty Janetti the fuck out of Angelo Dawkins. Oh, you know they will. Because he Marty is Gennetti the fuck really out of any good. tag team, man. Like one guy gets the fucking Marty and the other guy gets the Sean, and that's just how it works. But I worry that it's just going to, like, I don't expect them to have Angelo Dawkins as a world champion, but I do think he has some solid runs, potentially, for, like, the Intercontinental or U.S. titles. But I I worry that it's just going to be like, all right, well, we've got our guy out of this. We don't need you. Goodbye. I've had some solid runs myself thinking about this. That was a poop joke. That was a poop joke. I, I know. I heard that. <laughs> Angelo Dawkins is a good singles wrestler. He is. He really proved that whenever uh, Tez was out. I think Doc will. Uh, I think he'll get the genetic treatment at first, but I think he'll be able to prove himself. I mean, look how much weight he cut too. He has. He's cut a lot of weight. Well, maybe this could be the impetus of them finally doing the Sean and Marty breakup correctly because you got a guy that's not a fucking smackhead and going to get in trouble all the time and you have to delay plans and then not do the fucking payoff. Or hear me out. Maybe we're teasing a heel turn. Could you imagine how fucking awesome a heel Street Profits would be? I would love to see that before they break them up. Because having Montez on the mic as a heel would be fucking amazing. I agree. But you know, that's not, AEW. You, know that's not you know that's not what they'll do. I know. It makes too but much sense. It's wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. Jumping over to AEW Dynamite, uh, we got the return of Adam Cole. Uh, I'm so glad to see him back and healthy, uh, first of all. That's my biggest takeaway from this. I don't care about what AEW has done with him before this. I hope he, they book him right going forward, but I'm just glad to see him healthy and being able to wrestle again. Yeah, I was surprised that he's babyface now. It's the return pop. He, they, they had to lean into it. Because, I don't know, I honestly just assumed he was going to return and instantly be with the kingdom. Which I still feel like that's probably the direction they're going to go, especially since Bobby's not there anymore and Kyle's still seems to be a good ways out from returning. I just still like to see Keith Lee fucking yeet Adam back into the fifth row again like he did that one time. That was one of the coolest fucking spots. That's one of my favorite wrestling gifts of all time. (laughs) I don't know the Uh, one... It's Romero uh, doing the pounce to that indie guy. <laughs> Takes him to the front row over the top rope. Will, give us your thoughts on the uh, Escalator de la Muerte. Dude, that match was fun. It was 
I wish it would have gone a little longer, but I was okay with the time it got. I definitely feel like they probably could have shaved some time off of some of the promos to give to that. But fucking fantastic way to end a really good best of seven series. That triangle should have gone over. Um, I agree with you, but at the same time, the elite needed to because they've already brought us to the brink of Death Triangle breaking up, and they've already taken us too far down this path not to continue for that. Personally, I'd love to see Death Triangle still be a thing for a while longer, but they've already peppered so much stuff for either Penta and Pac both turning on Phoenix or just Pac turning on Phoenix. I was kind of surprised that they didn't do something with it during the match or any kind of callback to... Because they had a lot of callbacks to other spots from the series, but not really much towards like Phoenix being hesitant and stopping them from using the hammers, which cost them their second loss. But fucking great ladder match Shane you wanted to talk about the uh, Braun Strowman Gunther match on Smackdown right I did I'm a man and I uh, will eat my words because I I am I shit on Braun Strowman a lot but I was super impressed with his match this Friday and if he could work like that all the time he could be a fucking even bigger star than he already is. I mean, I've never seen him work that way. And it looked good. But you can't have a bad match with Gunter either. Plus, I mean, I think there's a lot of variables into this. Who he was working. They were close to his hometown. Uh, you know. And uh, he was kind of dedicating that match to the kid that passed away because he was a big Braun Strowman fan. Um, so I think it maybe this will help him realize that he has a lot more potential to put out solid matches like this. Yeah, probably not shit on the indies so much. Yeah. Lighten the old proverbial fire under an ass, you know? Yeah, sometimes you need a kick in the ass like that. And sometimes you need to work somebody who is fucking a million miles better than you ever will be. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of been his last handful of matches has been like against basically all the dudes he's been talking shit about on Twitter. And I hope it gives him a new fucking respect for these guys. You know? But, and um, also, too, you, you can see him talk about that in a heel way and piss people off. And then he can, you know, we could turn it into a storyline. But <clears throat> hopefully he gets a new respect for guys like Ricochet and, and Gunter and, and Sammy and all those guys. The guys that don't just have to rely on I'm big as a, as a crutch to get over. Exactly. Oh, speaking of Sammy Zayn, uh, the storytelling without throughout, with him throughout the show was pretty top notch yes um i'm also starting to think that it won't be the bloodline that turns on sammy but it'll be sammy that turns on the bloodline yep that's what it's looking like which Uh, is definitely a really interesting turn of events 
I hope it happens because it would be a lot better than everyone sees the turn coming. Sami Zayn has to see the turn coming. If he didn't see it coming, he's an idiot. So, like, why not strike first? Oh, you know, it, that, it's, that right there is the thing, though. Sami Zayn is an idiot. Sami Zayn isn't an idiot. They have not portrayed him as an idiot. Uh, they call him a master strategist for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they haven't portrayed him as an idiot. The conspiracy theorist angle, yeah, maybe he said some dopey shit and stuff, but he was still pretty sharp. But see, if you do have him seeing it coming and striking first, you could do the callback to the conspiracy theorist thing. Yeah. He's made a plan for all conceivable outcomes for the situation. Then it just makes him look like a genius. I mean, I think the story beat that makes more sense at this point is Sammy turning on Roman. Mm-hmm. Who who stays face out of this? Sammy. 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 It'll be Sammy and Kevin. That's their reason to go against the bloodline. Sam- the oh. crowd loves Sammy. If Sammy Haluba kicks Roman, <laughs> the crowd's going to go nuts for it. Could oh, yeah. y'all imagine if that's how it went of Sammy is the heel in this and now the bloodline are the baby faces? <laughs> I don't think that's possible. But Top it would heel be, Sammy. It'd be, a, it'd be cool if they could pull off that double turn. I just don't see WWE going to pull that off. No. I can say, honestly... I've literally watched them wrestle each other in the indies. I, I mean, I've literally followed these guys, and I could literally watch them wrestle every night of the week. Mm-hmm. There was some great callbacks to their ROH matches in that match that they did, especially at the beginning with Kevin throwing out his hand, the shake, sign of respect, and then Sammy kicks it. That's literally what they did in ROH, except it was reverse. It was Kevin kicking the hand or you know kicking the hand and all that shit so there's a lot of good throwbacks to that there was a couple of throwbacks to their pwg matches um these guys can't put on a bad match i've never seen them do a bad match with each other yeah they fucking get it like they get it oh yeah like they were literally that's like me and you like when they went out there, they were hitting each other. Mm-hmm. And they they did it in a safe way, but they made it look vicious as fuck mm-hmm. to sell the story. And that's just, you can't teach that shit. Yeah. I mean, you can, but as far as, like, storytelling, and when we're out there, you know, we're not really, I'm going to knock the fuck out of this dude. You know? There's just a lot of shit. Well, I didn't good. really thought that story like somebody being a good storyteller in a ring it was ever a thing that could be taught like you can either you're either really good at it or you're not and that's true and, and you teach your well i mean i guess it's teachable in a form that like you start to understand it yourself more through repetition and things that worked and didn't work or whatever but like you can't have somebody come in and tell you how to do it like you have to figure it out yourself and those guys have it figured out well, and that's the, the thing, especially like when we're training and training those guys, even JD can go with it. I always told them, I can teach you the moves and I can teach you how to put them in places where they belong. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to make it make sense. It's up to you to find out what works and it's up to you to learn how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. 
Because yeah. you can't you can't teach that part. Mm-mm. You can lead a horse to water, give people ideas. You can make suggestions, critiques. This is what I've done different. Yeah. You know, if they don't get that, then they ain't going to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a problem with a lot of these guys, especially in the indies. There's a lot of people that get it. But the ones that are always going, oh, I'm so underrated, blah, blah, blah. It's because you can't tell a fucking story to save your life. Mm-hmm. That's why. Feel called out. <laughs> I'm sure, I, man, to see some of these chat rooms, these DMs, private DMs some of these guys have. Yeah, we're not calling you out, JJ. I've always thought no, I'm not calling you out. Oh, no, dude, I'm just fucking around. I don't feel yeah. like I'm one of those guys. I also don't tell how thought, good I am in the ring. I, always thought I can't you tell you how many times you came to me and went, hey, what did you see? And then I tell you, and then you go out there and you fix that. And, I, and how many times did I tell you? Good fucking job. Oh, a lot. And you, I mean, hell, you and I led UEW's training class together. UEW's training class together. For a while. Yeah. Uh, that it, was some of the most fun I ever had was working with Shane training people. Well, young Zachary is one of the products of that training class, is he not? Yep. Yeah. Because yep. I can see your both of your fingerprints on that kid anytime I watch him work. Yeah. Damn, your and fingerprints are still on him. He should probably take a bath. Well. He's probably washed and washed. <laughs> but, yeah, like... I've also told people in the training classes too, like, just because you don't get this part, doesn't mean there ain't a spot for you in wrestling. There's plenty of jobs to do. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that, we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we'll be talking all about last week's big news. And we're back. And right here, we're going to take a second to, uh, Address the elephant in the room that we did not address last week. Uh, so last week, before we started recording, news broke that Vince McMahon was taking back his spot on the uh, the board of WWE uh, in order to facilitate a sale of the company. Now, we didn't discuss this news last week because it was still breaking. A lot of stuff all up in the air still, and we didn't know how to approach it. Uh, so I said uh, we're... Personally, we discuss it this week and see how things shake out. Well, things shook out. A lot of things shook the shook fuck out. out. So uh, we watched journalism die. Um, was it Tuesday yep. night? Tuesday night, uh, it was posted on Twitter that WWE was being sold to the Saudi Arabia Public Interest Fund. And uh, the deal was done. Now... Thanks, Twitter. Everyone, everyone I know ran with this. Everyone, every dirt sheet ran with this. I, I held out my doubts because I didn't see anything in CNBC or Forbes or anything like that where I figured you'd see news of a sale. But I also said, hey, if this is real, I'm not watching WWE anymore. I won't Same. watch the fucking shit either. So, we're just going to address this right here with WWE being for sale. And and either way, even though this sale is not happening, it is not finalized. If Saudi Arabia 
does end up buying WWE, this wrestling podcast will completely change. We don't know how yet, but we will not be covering the Fed anymore. Not say, exactly how it's like changing. We ain't covering the Fed no more. I can't good conscience cover them if that's going to be the case. Can yeah, I, yeah, I think we would have to go a different direction. Um, probably like the podcast 2.0. It, it give blood money a whole new meaning. I guess we'll have to rebrand as an OVW podcast. <laughs> Just cover, covering the uh, the past and the present and the future. But for the record, it will have no bearing whatsoever on the uh, on our sister show, Gaijin Agogo. Just saying. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I had to get the plug in. <laughs> Yeah, no problem, no problem. We're we're going to talk more about your show later anyway. Woo! Um, but so, Stephanie McMahon stepped step down, resigned. Uh, she, last time she left, she le- she uh, took her legal absence. This time she resigned from the board. Uh, so she is gone. Stephanie's gone. It wasn't uh, the scuttlebutt around that. Was that she, yeah, her and Hunter didn't want it to sell. And that's why she's just like, well, fuck it. And she just rage quit. Now, from... I heard that, but I've also been hearing they don't mind the sale because it keeps Vince from being in charge of it. Yeah, apparently, apparently he had some kind of fucking loophole to jump back in his position. Yeah, the controlling interest. He he still maintains. He has. He's a majority shareholder. Isn't that right? So, yeah, he's still majority shareholder. Like the big crazy thing is though, like. Some people are looking at this as Vince McMahon coming in and he's doing a slow takeover. So one thing I can see Vince doing personally is coming in saying, okay, I'm going to help facilitate a sell of the company. And when he does facilitate that sell of the company, he makes it a, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a point of the sale that he has to take control of the company for whoever he sells it to. He's in control of the day-to-day. Which would have worked with Saudi Arabia. Uh, I don't know if that would work with someone like Comcast or Fox or Disney because I don't know that they want someone who's been credibly accused of sexual assault in charge of their um, entertainment um, brand. Everything that I saw just like yesterday, uh, because I've been trying to keep up with it, you know, mm-hmm. you got to kind of weed through everything. But, you know, one of the things was whoever buys it wants Hunter in charge. So, I mean, it's just, I think the fucking Saudi news was leaked because he wanted it leaked. I think he legitimately, I think he, I think he legitimately had talked with Saudi while he was away. Yeah. The sale of this company has been in the works for a while because the moment Nick Collins was hired, you knew it was happening. Well, the sale also too. These sales take a long time. It has to go through F- FCT and or you know all these government, and it has to be approved. It's like and a all this stuff. Process. Do what? Yeah, it's like a six-month process. Yeah, this yeah, is this a, a, a long time. Going on. Yeah, there's a lot of legal goings on that has that when a, a company that size gets sold to anyone. Yeah, yeah, and even when they do make the sale, it still has to be approved by the Federal Trade Commission. Mm-hmm. And the SEC, yeah. So there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of inner workings that we don't know about. 
going on. I think the Saudi deal, he might have talked to him. <laughs> or it could have been Vince going, hey, I'm going to create a little bit of buzz so that way at the end of the day, if Comcast comes knocking, I can say, well, the Saudis offered me this. What do they know better? That's fair. Right. He's, That's a a He's a carny motherfucker. He's a worker. He's a carny fuck. Always has been. Yep. I think the Saudi news was just to get the word out there. I because also think th- about this. USA Network and Fox, if he sells to the Saudis, they will no longer oh, absolutely have that not. on their show, yeah. on their channel. Nope. Well, that's the thing is, if they, that would be, I just feel like selling to the Saudis would be such a short-term gain, long-term loss for them because, yeah, they may end up being the highest bidder, but, yeah, like you said, that kind of screws them out of a lot of their TV deals. Oh, yeah. But yeah, if they if they sell to that price to the Saudis, why would Vince care? He's got his money. And he probably has his company back. Vince, one of the promos that always stuck out with me, uh, with Vince, was the fucking NWO one. Those I think that, that whole, where he said he would, the company he created, he will kill. I think he meant that shit 100%. Because if Vince can't have it, if Vince can't have it, ain't nobody nobody can have it. That's Nero burning Rome, man. Yeah. Nero's burning Rome. Vince is definitely the type that I wouldn't be the most surprised from that. Like, I would expect nothing less than just burn everything to ashes. So that no, just because he doesn't want the poss- even the possibility of the company thriving and reaching a new height without him. Yeah. That's and then if he, did, if he did do that, that man's already made his money ten times over. It ain't like he's going to lose a fucking thing. He's a vindictive fuck, though. Yeah, like... Vi- if Vince is nothing else, he is petty. Mm-hmm. How's the territory zone? Oh, that's right. The Indies in the new territories. Come on. Vince is worth $3 billion. I don't think he cares if fucking WWE sinks no. or swims at this point. As long as he gets $5 more billion. I want to see him sink the company to fund the XFL. Well, he sold it to the Rock. That's the Rock's thing now. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, the He sold it to the Rock. If I was going to say anybody, if I was going to make a bid on who would buy this, the logical people would be Comcast. They already have the licensing. They already have the all the library on fucking Peacock. They already have the groundwork laid out, and they have fucking a lot of money. So that's the one I see most likely happening. But I think the if it's Comcast is who I think will most likely buy it. But I think the second most likely situation is honestly no one buys. If I was going to say the second one would be Disney. Disney. Yes. But at the same time, I just something about it. It doesn't seem like something they would go for because i know they already already have hulu they have espn 
they already have all the they're just like comcast they already have the groundwork they already have it laid out you can stream wwe on fucking disney plus yep they also have the corporate structure for that to work too well i see them more putting wwe as something like here's look at hulu too exactly now they could they could show their premium live events on hulu so what about the rumor of Shad and Tony Khan working together with another financial backer to try to buy UF, or buy the WWE to merge with AEW? I, the name is, on the contract says Khan, but it says Tony Khan. <laughs> that's that not going to happen. The, for, it definitely won't happen, but that's for me is like the, the dream nightmare scenario just to see the world burn. So we'll have AEWWE? No, I think WWE would just like die like straight. No, up. WWE no. would be the prevailing brand. But what I think would weirdly happen, at least at first, is he would try and do a redo of what Vince wanted to do initially with WCW, which was keep yeah. it a thing, just make it a separate show before mm-hmm. Buff Bagwell killed it. <laughs> Thanks, Buff. I see if the cons were going to buy it, I see it being its own thing, but I also see Forbidden Door 2. The Red Electric Boogaloo? Yeah. And then you're going to have fucking, you're going to have that Roman Kenny Omega match. Like, fuck me. You give Triple H a job? Yeah. He would would definitely keep Triple H on board. Oh, yeah. Because Triple H is doing all the shit that he wants to do. (laughs) But a situation like that would not that not bring antitrust sort of things coming in, like the whole like anti-monopoly shit going. It hasn't with anything else. Uh, Actually, it has because Microsoft's been trying to buy Activision, Sony's blocking them, and they keep doing this fucking antitrust thing. So yeah, that. Does happen. It's that happening. one needs to... And the only institution in American sports that is exempt from antitrust laws is Major League Baseball. They're not going to make that exception for fucking wrestling. Yeah, but they could just as easily be like, but your honor, have you seen AJ Styles' soccer mom hair? And they'll be like, shit, you're right. And then they can be like, well, the indies still exist and impacts on television still. So we're good. So where do you guys see this Vince McMahon saga ending? Comcast or Fox or Disney or something? I'm going to go with fucking Comcast. That's my top pick. Um, Just because of all the reasons that we've already discussed. They already have the groundwork. They have the license. They have the money. Universal, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I mean, it it makes the most logical sense. And I believe at some point in the late 80s or the early 90s, they made a play to get it anyway. If I, I mean, I apologize. They were like right before the Attitude Era? I believe so. I believe they may have made a play for it when, during the new gen, like when Vince was like, we're fucked, (laughs) you know. Yeah. I think. And then they also, with NBC, they also already can distribute it where they need to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they have everything they need. They just need 
to pay for it and call it a done deal. And it's a drop in a bucket for them to pay for it, too. And yeah. they'll make their money back Yeah, in no time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the most logical sense is Comcast. The highest on my list is Comcast. Um, do I believe it'll happen this year? Yeah. Plus, you got to think also Comcast can, if they need to put Raw on a new place, they own that shit. They just fucking put it where they want it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, Comcast owns USA. Do they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They do. But I'm so, saying they have such a wide variety of channels. If they can yeah. say, hey, you know, the ratings over here on this channel sucks, let's see if we can put wrestling over here, get some ratings going. Generate some cash. I yeah. guarantee you that's what's going to end up happening with SmackDown because it's looking very much unlikely that Fox is going to want to renew that deal. Because they lose so much money. money. They, well, it's now hitting a point where they just keep bleeding more and more money the longer it goes. So by the September next year, once the deal's up, I don't see the money loss really slowing down. I think what's really going to help Vince here is the timing of this. This timing with him coming back is not just coincidence. The TV no. deals are about to expire. He knows that. Mm-hmm. He needs to move quick. Yep. So, none of, this is calculated by him. I mean, hands down. This is, he's probably been thinking about this for months. I still he's not think, an idiot. He knows what oh, he's fuck doing. No, he's not an idiot. I don't think the sale happens this year, guys. I think it does. I honestly don't think it happens this year either. I think it'll happen, but it won't be approved until next year. That's the thing. It won't be 100% complete at the end of this year. And if you think about it, too, with Com- if Comcast ends up getting it, it it's going to be essentially the same. It's a retread of when uh, Turner bought out all the NWA territories. Because then, then they just be playing with house money. They can put whatever they want wherever they fucking want. You know, Comcast gets it. The production values go up. Oh fuck! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. See, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't think the production value will really change a whole lot on this new deal because I don't see whoever is going into buyouts wanting to spend much more money on it than they're already having to going in. Well, the uh, reason I say the production value goes up is because WWE does their production in the house right now. If Comcast buys it, they're going to be able to share production costs. Yeah, yeah Vince has always preferred to do I mean, that, that, that's, a, that's a big deal. If, if Comcast owns it, they're going to share production costs with WWE at that point. And you got to think Comcast is going to put a fucking WWE commercial on every channel they fucking own. I mean, do you think, though, that they would run it almost like its own, like, like a subsidiary or a shell company? You know, more likely with the amount of money that they're bringing in, probably a subsidiary. It'll be under that umbrella of Comcast, NBC. Because I think the smartest play would be you leave all the wrestling people in charge of the wrestling. Yes. And don't you repeat know. WCW for God's no, sake. Absolutely not. Yeah. You can't, you can't, they have to do that because, I mean, what does some fucking suit in Comcast know? 
about fucking exactly. professional wrestling. And l- let's be let's be real. I guarantee you, people are looking back at the at, at WCW right now for lessons. People at Comcast right now are looking back at the sale of WCW back then and mm-hmm. looking at it for lessons and saying, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what we need not to do. But you also got to think they Triple H already has a relationship with Comcast because he talks to the USA executives. So that relationship is already built. See, this is why the Comcast is the logical fucking play here. They've well, this, um, they've technically had this fucking product on their channels for what, 20 years? Way longer. 30, 40 years, 30 yeah. years, whatever. When was Tuesday Night Titans? Almost 40 years ago? It's pre WrestleMania, so. Yeah. Well, Raw turns 30, what, this Monday, next Monday? Something like that. Yeah, yeah I think so. So the, it's always been on USA. It's been on USA for 30 years. Well, no, I was on TNT out. for a bit. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, um, we did have the TNT and the Spike years. Oh, yeah. Those were fun years. Spike was weird. Yeah. I liked the Spike era. I liked the sets. The Spike era was cool because you got MXC right after fucking Raw. Right, your arkin. Don't get eliminated. Well, um, I mean, we're going to see how this plays out uh, here on our podcast. We won't be reporting anything until it is reported as fact, uh, not just Twitter rumors. That's the reason we didn't do an emergency podcast that night, Uh, like many other podcasts I noticed did. Uh, I mean, the fuckers got me, man. I spammed the fucking fucking group chat with some goddamn memes about it, like the the Saudi man. It's... This is cha- this would change wrestling. Oh yeah. I have one. I have a question for it though. Do you guys think this helps or hurts indie wrestling? I don't think it makes a difference. I, I don't think, think it does, does either. Yeah. I think does it nothing does. to indie wrestling. Yeah, we're just still out here doing our own thing. Indie wrestling is thriving on the streaming right now. Because a lot of indie folks are, we're really taking this as a rally call to be like, hey, like no matter what happens, you know, you fucking you support your indie wrestling, like. Well, they should be saying that regardless. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they but, should have been doing that shit a long time ago. Don't wait until fucking something, you know, life changing potentially could happen. I mean, if you, you think should... you're gonna get to that level, then maybe it, it affects you. But if you're somebody like me or Jake or whoever, we're just having a good time in the indies and helping the future out, you know, it shouldn't affect us at all. It's, it's definitely going to affect my bookings. I was, I was supposed to by September win the NWA world's heavyweight championship. No shit. We will tire us. Yeah. Corgan was going to put me over. Sorry guys. But this sale is majorly impacting my career. Well, well, we hope everything we hope everything settles out for you, but uh, we will (laughs) get the news out to you as soon as we hear anything else about a sale that is legitimate news. And uh, we'll be here to discuss it along the way. So uh, keep us on your in your headphones. Keep us in your car and uh, we'll be your voice of reason throughout this WWE sale. Was that was there any other any other beats we were going to hit today, J.D.? 
I don't think so. I think that was pretty much it. I feel like there was some shit that we were going to Oh, you said we were going to put over our show, Mine and Will's show. Oh, oh yes. I am so sorry, everyone. If you have not heard yet, please go and listen to Gaijin Agogo. It is Will and Jake's show covering all things Japan. Uh, I edited the first episode and listened to it myself, and I can let you know now it is a solid hour of listening. Oh, thank you. I was a proud podcast daddy, bro. I was listening. I was like, my God, these guys branching out doing their own thing. Look at this. Jake went, from, Jake went from being a podcast guest to hosting his own side series. And it didn't even take that long either. Hey, I showed out too that time that you had me lead the episode when we were talking I about being fucking critics. That was a fun day. I even came so, uh, up with a fucking rundown that night. I was proud of myself. <laughs> So everybody, just go go listen to that. That's a it's a great hour of uh, podcast, and uh, you won't have to hear about Roman Reigns. Fucking thank God! Should we, should we advertise it. any of the shit we got coming up? Uh, not yet. I want to get it more solid before we uh, start advertising. But we do have a 100th episode coming up. We'll uh, we'll announce uh, some appearances as we get a little closer. This is uh, episode 96. I think episode 97 will, I think next episode will announce who we're going to have on and what we're doing. I'm also stoked for the fucking, our first live episode. That'll be at Taximania 3. Ooh. It'll be a lot of fun. Hey, March can't get here quick enough, man. I'm ready for it. I'm ready well, to beat the shit are. out of JD. Oh, That's not going to happen, but sure. Oh, well, I'm going to have a beer with Matt Sells. It's a, it's a, it's a benefit show for Connor Up Center, Shane. Damn it! I hope that everyone that on... boys can't go to the dugout and go fucking have you a couple. I can't wait for everyone on the card to cut a death and taxes promo. Dibs. I, I, I'm gonna do it too, so fuck. No, the more people that <laughs> we're do gonna it, cut the, the same exact promo, Jake. Okay. We'll, we'll can... both write it together and cut the exact same promo. Can we have a battle royal again so Is I can introduce not? the participants? And me flip the hat to you again? Brother, that'll never uh, yeah, happen again. Dude. Yeah. Like One in a million shot. If that we'd have planned that, we'd have shit the bed. The greatest thing. If we'd have planned that, we'd have shit the bed, and it would have fucked all up. It's never oh. happening again. Never Thank you once again, everybody, for listening to Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back in your feed next week. Until then, go see some great wrestling. Jake, what do they need to do? Bring us some money. A lot of it.